1: Welcome to another episode of What's Up, Belly Up, a podcast brought to you by Belly Up Sports. Here are your hosts for today's show, Mike Brown and Zach Mack.
3: Let's go. We're back. Welcome in. What's up, Belly Up? I'm your host, Mike Brown, with my co-host, Zach Mack, the Tampa Bay Zach Mack.
1: How's it going, Zach? Dude, it's good. Nice and warm down here. I heard you got uh, got, uh, hammered with that white stuff from the sky.
3: Literally just asked you, hey, what happened? How how did Memphis fare? And you said they got it pretty good, obviously, here in Ohio. Um, Didn't get near what they expected, but still... Enough to make it miserable while you're out on the uh, the good old uh, the good old, I guess, just in shores, coast, whatever, where I don't know, yeah, Tampa, but
1: yeah, so the but bay, anyway. way, yeah, bay, yeah. Can I also just say, like, this I just realized now that I'm back on the Eastern time zone how late this show is, like, this show, it, it is so really? late,
3: yes, that actually, that's funny, you do say that because. We were we were crossing two different yeah time zones so yeah we'll we'll see so yeah man I know a working man like you you know you got to get up early so so we'll see but uh but what what do you, what do you think look at that If fired up and jumping in the comments appreciate them jumping in we're live right now on Tiki Live we're live on YouTube and Twitter as well and then our podcast version will released the following day which tomorrow today depending on when you're listening to this but uh appreciate everybody jumping in the comments with us but Zach how how Take us through it real quick. How did everything go? I, I really didn't get a chance to talk to you a whole lot. I just asked you know how how things went. You said it was a it, it was a struggle at times, but but it seems like you're settled in.
1: Yeah, man. It was a long journey. It was 13 hours. We broke it up in two days. Had the dogs with us. Um, it, you know, it was crazy. But uh, we also like I, I said a couple episodes back. You know, we got rid of a lot of stuff, sold a lot of stuff before we moved, and then yeah. we refurnished when we got here. And Almost all of the furniture that we refurnished with, we like built ourselves it like Ikea style, you know, so like not nice. like not like chopped down wood and built it, but, you yeah. know, like put it together. Yeah, I was
3: gonna thing, man. You're a manly man. <laughs> Dude, I've
1: never I've never dealt with so many Allen wrenches in my life. I don't know if you've ever dealt with Ikea, but like I Ikea and Allen wrenches like there's not a more dynamic pair like
3: it's it's one place i've kept my wife away from this 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 long but uh my she's toolbox has eight
1: allen wrenches in it at least now
3: that's it I mean, that's I all your toolbox it has in it that's probably all your toolbox
1: has in it yeah yeah i mean <laughs> but i gotta talk cool. more about my toolbox okay. yes
3: yes glad you're settled in um i know uh, i've been talking to you you're 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 getting familiar with the surroundings um Again, like I said, we got a lot to talk about, but uh, we'll, we'll just jump right into this. You're you're about 20 minutes from the NHL arena, um, so obviously, you know, once you get your bearings, once you get settled in, you know, this is this is your this is your baby. You know, the NHL. We, we don't talk a whole lot about it as of recent. I mean, we always hit on it, but now now you're there. You're 20 minutes. Is this going to be like? Does does your your girlfriend realize that this might be your new girlfriend?
1: Dude, it, it's a massive problem. I'll be honest with you. Um, we've been here. It's officially been seven days. So I moved in last Thursday. We've already been to two games, two home games, um, Saturday and Tuesday, I think. Um, you know, it's it, – I, I was talking to uh, – I was talking to my family, and my dad said something like, you know, you know, living large it looks like. And I'm just like, I don't have it in me to turn down an NHL game 20 minutes away that costs yeah. less than a tank of gas. I can't do it. I got to go, you know. So um, – Go in there as much as I can. Like the weekday games are like 15 bucks. It's a little more expensive on the weekend, but um, it's funny you mentioned my girlfriend because she like, she might be a bigger fan than me. Like there she's got go. a, she's got a Bolts Jersey, a Vasilevsky Jersey. I don't even have a Bolch jersey. I tried to go buy one the other day. They've been sold out since November, I guess. So, I mean, she's lucky I got her that before November, but
3: yeah, yeah she might be yeah, a bigger fan up. than me. I was saying it looks like we uh, out here uh, belly up a lot of uh, members here. We, I know we do have a, a good. Uh, obviously, mo- majority of us are remote. Obviously, based off of everything in life that's happened. But I know we do have. There you go. A lot of uh, a lot of people in Florida. So so there you go. A lot of a lot of connections you guys can oh. can make happen. But uh, but yes, uh, you know, like I said, twenty minutes away. Um, so that'll be uh, a great. Uh, I mean, I guess. Probably topics for for shows to come, but uh, but uh, we will get right into it like we always do. Uh, the NFL playoffs are large and strong right now, and probably the best slate of games ever happened last weekend. And and really, I mean, I, I would say no two weekends ago that carried over until last weekend. And I mean, we've 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 been up and down. I talked about Green Bay was going to be that team. Your, your fear was New England. Um, we we had um, we had kind of this thing. We, well, we've always had this thing for Stafford. So so there's there's a lot of variables, a lot of things that we've been rooting for, and, and, and here we are. We're the Bengals, LA Rams. Who who would have thought? Um, this is how it was going to shape up, especially after the way things happened the past two weeks. I think we've been spoiled the past two weeks. We haven't had anything like this. Um, without getting right into your pick of the Super Bowl, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about those those games leading up. What what'd you think about the, the slate of games? I mean, even two weeks ago, getting to this point, you know, we we missed a week, obviously, yeah. while you were moving, so we didn't have a chance to really talk about this. But, I, but I mean, could this go down? And granted, you know, it's not like we've seen, like, years and years of games, but this could, in modern history, could this go down as, like, probably one of the best weekends of football, two weekends in a row, essentially, of playoff football?
1: Yeah, I was I was gonna say. I mean, what what a tough week for us to not have a show because I mean, there's no way in our in our hour that we've got here that we're gonna cover all the games that happened. That's yeah, probably between, for the better. Yeah, now now in last show, so you know, it, I, I I think I'm pretty sure all the games since our last show came down to the last play of the game. Yeah,
3: a few. Uh, yeah, three or a field goal on the last play, and a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. were.
1: Like the first four or five, at least, for a field goal. And then it came down to – it was just insane. And, and you know, you mentioned it, it. I said at the beginning if the Rams were going to beat the Cardinals, then I was going to root for the Rams the rest of the way. So, um, no sugarcoating it. I'm rooting for the Rams in the Super Bowl. Um, but, yeah, like you said, absolutely nutty. Nutty playoffs. Best playoffs in my lifetime, at least – Um, you know, you went as far as to say modern history. I don't, I I don't think I could argue with you. Um, the, the nine, the Niners Packers game in the snow with the blocked kick was absolutely nuts. I was still in Memphis when the Titans lost on the field goal. And that was nuts because, um, they were actually throwing us a going away party. And so everyone was just like, everyone was honed in on the TV and watching this kick and, Now it's just now it's rumor time. And I know we got the Super Bowl coming up, and we're gonna talk about that. But it's Tom Brady, you know, okay, so here's my thing. Here's my big take is the Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, right? We're going up to the Super Bowl and neither of them are involved, but they both made their way into the news. coming up like we just we just wouldn't be approaching Super Bowl Sunday. If we weren't talking about these guys, and even like though I, they're not in it, they're they're in the news.
3: No, and, and I agree with you 100 because we talk about Big Ben. Big Ben retired, and at this point, nobody cares. Aaron Rodgers lost, um, and he may not be with with Green Bay again, and nobody cares. Tom Bader, Tom. Or I'm sorry. Tom Brady retires. His dad says no, he doesn't retire. Then the next day, he retires again. So, and I know there was a small little inkling in your heart that was hoping that maybe Tampa Bay would, would give it one more week for you to move in and kind of be a part of that city and see that, you know, you kind of missed that. But, obviously, we'll talk about our Super Bowl matchups again, but we'll slide into the Tom Brady retirement. Yeah, we're probably about a week removed from it. Or, I mean, it, it happened this week. But your take on the whole situation, you know, there there was rumblings that, like, you know, with the – you know, because – Because everything, I I feel like Tom Brady, once he signed up for Twitter, and I think it's only been like maybe a year or two, turned into like the biggest troll ever. I mean, you talk about when he left New England. I think actually when you were with us the the first time around, didn't you have weren't you the one that posted one of those pictures or had an article or something like that? Like it was supposed to be like, is he walking out of the tunnel? Is is it easy? That
1: picture that he posted. And
3: and he was trolling that. And then he did like the crypto, uh, the commercials and stuff like that. So I figured like, this was just like some elaborate plan to be like, Oh, I'm not retiring. I'm going to be in the news, but here he is riding off in the sunset. But if you're a new England fan, how do you feel about him retiring? And not even making a mention of his time there. Yes, he did in 2020 when he left. But you're talking almost two years removed, not even making a making a, a comment about New England. How, how how would you feel if you were a New England fan?
1: I mean, if I was a New England fan, like here's 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 my. I guess thing. it's hard to
3: ask you because we're not New England yeah. fans. But I mean yeah. hypothetically.
1: Here's my thing on this, because they're all I mean, you've seen it, they're all bitching and complaining, right? I mean, from you've got your Dave Portnoys who are doing emergency press conferences about Tom Brady's not mentioning the Patriots, down to, you know, even even our own guy here, Kevin Langley, who's who who posts something on Twitter about, you know, should he should he be upset with Brady about like, dude, this is these Boston fans, dude. They will look for anything to bitch about. Like this dude gave you so many memories like you like, dude, I'm going to get worked up. But these these Boston fans, like the only reason you love football and NFL football so much is because of the memories that Tom Brady brought you. And it just and, all they want to do is is find one little thing. And I didn't mention us. So we're going to bitch and complain about it.
3: Also, this is funny that it comes full circle because I do remember you writing an article, too that you released about, I believe it was the Boston Bruins getting eliminated from the Stanley Cup, or I mean, the the playoffs, whew, what was that? How many years ago was that? And it was pretty much an article saying, and I think I kind of mentioned it too, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, I could be wrong, but it was basically, that was the last chance that Boston is going to have in any sporting event for the next decade. Dude, to you're right, dude. I need, to, I
1: need to dig that up because th- since I've since I wrote that article, I don't think Boston's won a damn thing.
3: No, which, granted, I mean, we talk about it. Yeah, you, like, remember Jackson, Jackson that we had for a little bit. The he most pops loyal, up on
1: my LinkedIn.
3: Bro. Boston kid, the kid, the kid was like born into a dynasty. All I did was see winning, and like, you know, and and and, and don't get me wrong, you know, I mean, I, I get it. It, it, it happens. But but it's funny how this this kind of comes full circle. He retires, um, he leaves. Um, Yeah, there you go. Fired dude, up. This it, is what it, I'm for, saying,
1: if yeah. I got six Super Bowls, I wouldn't bitch and complain about a damn thing. No,
3: give me give me two Super Bowls in, yeah, my, in my in my lifetime. Give me what one. Have,
1: dude. dude. Give you me an appearance in the Super Bowl. Give me are, an appearance.
3: We are the epitome of pure Michigan, right here. We get. We're, we're riding Matthew Stafford's coattails right now to win a Super Bowl to make us feel yeah. good, yeah. and Eminem's going to be performing at halftime. What, what There's nothing closer than a Detroit Super Bowl than that, So which which I can't take credit for that. I, I hear that everywhere. But, but yes, I mean, it's just
1: – Two guys who made their living in Michigan and graduated out of it. Like, that's, <laughs> that's all we are is you make your living here and then you graduate stepping out of
3: stones, it. Stepping stones. Yeah. But, uh, but, yes, either way, I mean, good for Tom. He finally did retire. Uh, you got the, the old Boston, uh, faithful, uh, I shouldn't say the Boston faithful, but it always ties back to that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, seems like they're, they're not happy because of the mentions, uh, he gave credit to Tampa Bay and everything, you know? Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, is what it is, but yes, I, it's, it's crazy. Again, talking to you, Zach, about coming full circle and, and just kind of dotting the eyes in in and, all the articles that he you, you have wrote and, and been a part of that kind of still factor into this. And now that, that legacy, uh, may be gone for, for, for good, which we've already talked about Mac Jones and stuff like that. And, and I've seen, um, some articles recently, uh, especially with our crew about Mac Jones being snubbed or, or the, the Pro Bowl and, and this and that and yada, yada, yada. But, uh, but again, moving on, we'll, we'll keep the, uh, Before we get into the the rest of football, we'll we'll, kind of have our picks here. Bengals, Rams, Super Bowl, obviously, we've talked about it. Um, Probably the most.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky?
3: unexpected Super Bowl, Maybe, maybe the Rams people, people thought, you know, everyone's all in, um, you know, the, the Rams are all in. So, uh, so, you know, that's more expected, but the Bengals organically were horrible. They've gone through the draft pick. They, they were ridiculed for not taking an offensive lineman. They got a stud wide receiver. Joe Burrow has got more swag than Baker Mayfield ever has in his second year. Um, I've got a man crush. I mean, you you see him smoking his cigars and and showing up to the stadium with the Nike swoosh. I mean, have you I I don't know if you've really had the time, but they've they've interviewed him and he's got these this chain, this old Nike swoosh chain with the diamonds. And they said, Are those real? He goes, he goes, Of course. He goes, I I make so much money that they're or I make too much money for them to be fake or something like that. Like (laughs) the dude is just a straight like G, you know, and he's from Little Ohio, you know. Like so, how can you not love him? So this is really hard, yes. I love Stafford. I want to see him get a ring. I, I would probably have to lean that way. But either way, you can't go wrong in the Super Bowl, can you?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is – uh, you know, this is the Super Bowl of my lifetime that I'm looking this forward to. This is what we most. needed. But yeah, probably since, like, the uh, the Steelers-Cardinals Super Bowl where Ross oh, Spir- yeah. threw the touchdown to San Antonio Holmes. Like, that was a cool Super Bowl. I was looking forward to that. But, like – and 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 I don't mean to say like that I didn't like watching Tom Brady win Super Bowls because that's obviously a goat experience that not everyone gets to that everyone gets to witness. So you know I'm I'm all about respecting that, but just this not not including uh you know Brady or Breeze or Roethlisberger or you know Russell Wilson or any of those guys. It's so cool. Like and and I'm with you. Like we're living vicariously through Matt Stafford. We're, you know, we're, and we're we're rooting for our guy. But also, you know, Joe Burrow and what he's accomplished. And and I know you mentioned Baker Mayfield. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is that I think that that other team in the division with another good quarterback that some people call a running back, a.k.a. Lamar Jackson, are probably also scared that Joe Burrow might be the best quarterback in the division.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, that division, I mean, granted, like we said, Ben retired. That division was... you kind of had your franchise quarterbacks you knew ben was on the backside lamar took a huge step and he was going to be like the next next coming of the nfl um since zach talked about him and and told him you know baltimore was gonna shit the bed they've been the worst team you know ever then now you got baker who you know cleveland he, he had a Surgery. uh, Not to stray too far from what we're talking about, and of course, Cleveland Twitter. Cleveland Twitter. I would tell you right now, living in Ohio is the most toxic Twitter I've ever seen. The they will like gang up on each other. They do these spaces, and they just talk shit to each other. And like, (laughs) and like they're mad because Baker Mayfield didn't take the fans, and like say you know like oh Cleveland you know blah blah like. It's just, and maybe it's because I'm in Ohio, so I've got more of those people around me, but it, it's unbelievable. And now, like you said, Swag Daddy comes in his second year after tearing his ACL. You know, uh, the dude is just lighting the world on fire. And, and, and you think, like, yeah, he's got some weapons around him, but like, hey, you know, is this guy really good? You know, yeah, he, he's good, but is he really this good to take him to the Super Bowl? Yeah, hell yeah, he is. And then, in the other corner, like we said, our boy Stafford. Man, it's 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 tough, but I but I'm telling you right now, this this I and I have not said this the last jersey, the only football jersey I've ever bought was a Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford, because I thought both those guys were gonna retire Detroit. At this point, I would seriously go out right now and buy a Burrow and a Stafford LA Rams jersey just because I'm so hyped about these two guys. And, and everything that they, they mean to the NFL, you know, obviously Stafford still got some time, but kind of on that backside where barrels the next up-and-comer because you said right there, you know, not to – I know I'm kind of going on a rant, tangent here, but you were talking about Lamar. Lamar was going to be the man. I still think he's, he's going to be a great quarterback, but could you essentially say that, man, depending on what Pittsburgh does and if Baker gets his stuff together, you know, like is is Lamarcus – I mean, Lamarcus is uh, – is LJ really that like is he really that leaps and bounds to second? Because I think you could probably put him the third best quarterback in the league, depending, you know. But Burrow's yeah. by far the number one quarterback. So
1: and, and the Bengals are such a I mean, they're a feel good story. Like if you're not if you're not a staffer guy and you're not a Rams guy.
3: It's probably easy to just yeah. jump on them.
1: Yeah, because you know, young, Joe Burrow Young, Jamar Chase Young, Evan McPherson who's had, you know, a crazy amount of, what, 50-plus-yard field goal kicks and has hit the game winner for them in, like, the last four or five big games that they have. He was drafted in 2021. They're just – they're banking on these young guys, and, like, they like they have a suspect offensive line, right? They're not terrible, but they're not great. And it's just like – but it's not an offensive line that you would bank on to get you to the Super Bowl. So the fact that, like, Joe Burrow is able to get you there, like, I get it. It's a field – like, if it was anyone other than Matt Stafford, I probably would root for the Bengals. But also, That's, here's the thing. Exactly. the Bengals said they were playing for Harambe, right? Oh, I uh, saw that. Did you see that?
3: Hubbard, Hubbard come out, a bunch of Ohio State Buckeyes, yeah. ex-Buckeyes that played for them, said that. And, oh, my God, Twitter blew up. And I think they 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 got more of a bandwagon following. So, yeah,
1: and this, like, I don't give – I don't understand the infatuation with Harambe. I, I'm, I don't yeah. even – I mean, I mean, I mean, how, how many years
3: that has that been? been?
1: Yeah, 2016. So it was literally like, what, four – I mean, six years ago, maybe five yes. and a half, depending on yeah. when it happened. Like, you don't okay, it makes sense because it happened in the Cincinnati Zoo, right? So it's a local thing for them. But, dude, I mean, if you're playing for Harambi, like this three-year-old kid that got dragged around by Harambi in this pit, like I hope he's not a Cincinnati native. Like if he's a Cincinnati native and he went to yeah, the you zoo know- – how and now I he's got to watch his hometown team play for the gorilla that dragged him around a, a goddamn pit, dude. Like, he, he's going to hate the Bengals for the rest of his life. Like, oh, get God. It, Ryan.
3: so, anyways, so, so then, okay, I, I'm leaning, I'm leaning Rams, but like I said, it's a great Super Bowl. I'm where, where are you at?
1: Yeah, I'm leaning Rams. Let's go. You know what? I think, I think these offenses are going to try and put on a show. Oh um, yeah! Obviously, the Rams got a home field advantage. Also, is this is this two years in a row that this that the yeah?
3: Is- it's been years and years and It's never happened in two years Nuts, in a row. Dude.
1: But let's go. Uh, I'm gonna go thirty-four thirty Rams.
3: Okay, okay, I like it. I like it. Like it. I'm not gonna throw out a score, but I definitely am on the Rams. But either way, like I said, it's it's gonna be a musty Super Bowl. I think this will probably have some of the best ratings. Uh, they've really put together, uh, I think, a decent halftime show this year too. Um, so so there'll be a lot of eyes on it. Um,
1: that's probably yeah. easy of me to give the Bengals 30 points against that Rams defense but yeah I'm gonna change it. We'll go 28 24 28 24 Rams.
3: that that 30 point that 30 was just hanging up on I couldn't do
1: it. I thought about it for two seconds and I was like that's dumb as hell. <laughs> All
3: right, so there's our picture of the Super Bowl again don't ever take any betting advice not that we're giving it right. but usually uh, but before we get into the seriousness of things in the NFL, I I hate the fact that you threw this in here because we're talking Aaron Rodgers, but what's the deal? I see he's he's uh, selling his place or he sold his place and he bought some land, or what outside of Nashville or something I like that somewhere in Tennessee, and uh, so so is he trying to nudge his way into Tennessee? I mean he's been linked to a few other teams. I mean I haven't heard one way or another. You know this just came out today. I, I saw this too. Is there any? Chance, I know this is very raw. Very, you know, I mean, is this his way of trying to say, Hey, this is where I want to go? Do you think there could be anything with that? Because a lot of people are saying Tannehill is what is keeping the Titans out of the the Super Bowl or making it on. So, you know, I mean, could this work out?
1: Yeah, we saw, I mean, we saw a lot of that talk when the Titans lost to the Bengals um, that it was, you know, it it was Ryan Tannehill that was their postseason issue yeah and and uh you know like you said aaron Rodgers buys land in nashville the rumor starts swirling i think i i want to say a portion of this is aaron Rodgers just wanting to you know he, he could buy a, a plot of land in in you know just Blacks, to do it Blacks, just South, because, arizona yeah and people be like is he going he, to the car like is kyler murray getting traded and he's just doing just, it because, he just yeah, because he has
3: to just yeah, because he has to this is why a, i can't stand the guy
1: yeah exactly and and you know, obviously, I just came from Tennessee, so I got I got buddies there, friends or uh, uh, fans of Tennessee, and I, I like the Titans. I had nothing against them, but I, I made it very clear to them. I said, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Nashville, I will never root for the Titans ever again in my life. I don't care if he goes there for one year. I, in my life, I will not root for the Titans. So I hope he doesn't go there because I I like the Titans. I like Mike Vrabel. Yeah. I want him to win a Super. I don't want him to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't but taint the legacy <laughs> because then <laughs> if it's then if it's Titans versus Packers in the Super Bowl, it's a lose lose. I can't, I can't. Oh yeah, because
3: them. then yeah, you don't want them to get it against the Packers, but yeah, it's like. It's you know. like... But yes, yeah, so a little tidbit that obviously dropped today, earlier today, and I saw that, and I was like, "Geez, we." I'm sure we're gonna talk about this, but uh, but uh, moving on. Obviously, we got two more things here, and in, in the NFL. We'll get into some other sports. Uh, the Washington Commanders came out with the uh, courageous name today – or, I mean, uh was it yesterday, the day before, something like that? And, uh you know, after years of thinking about this, knowing that essentially it was up in the air, they come out with the Washington Commanders, which there is an A – I think it's an AFT or AFL or something like that team that was the San Antonio Commanders, something like that, took the same hashtag and everything. Really? I didn't know uh, that. And the hashtag for the, the San Antonio Commanders – was never, like, you know how they make those verified hashtags that has, like, the team logo behind it? Well, it was never, like, one of those. And the minute that uh, Washington goes to the commanders, they got the W behind it. Oh, and it was, man. like, so So you talk about sitting there, and, and I actually told you this, like, this team, I mean, I, I'll get your thoughts on it, but I know that most people in the majority that this is, like, a horrible name, but – Actually, let let me let me ask your thoughts before I get into that. Oh no, no,
1: your thoughts. I mean, do you like it? No, no, no. I I think it's like,
3: like, are you kidding me? Like, that's what they come up with. Like, knowing that there's other teams, granted, you know, the NFL is not going to look too hard, but like, you're a multi-billion-dollar franchise. You have a multi-million-dollar company where you have marketing staff. You have, you know, all, all this kind of stuff, and this is what your marketing team comes up with the the Washington commanders granted they didn't pick the name but then they pick a hashtag that's already taken by a a a small money market team a smaller uh you know I wouldn't say division but uh I guess whatever you want to call it subsidiary and and you take the same damn hashtag and everything that's what your marketing team comes with and I think I've, I've I feel like I saw a thing like there was like um one of those petitions, like people are petitioning for like different names. And I feel like in the year's time that they decided to make this change, you know, they, they were just like the Washington football team, like the fans in the the general public had better teams, better team names than the commanders. Are, are you kind of okay with it? No big deal.
1: No, I, I, I mean, I very much have like the exact same take as you. I, I, I don't think the commanders is terrible. I don't think it's so worse than they could think of. But after, like you said, after all these years, you could have come up with something way better than Commanders. And when they came out with, you know, Washington Commanders, I said to my buddy, who has been a lifelong Washington fan, right, when they were the, you know, Redskins. I don't know if we can say that on air, but, <laughs> yeah. When he was, so he was a bit, he's been a I'm lifelong a fan, fan, right? By. And I, I told him, I said, dude, I much preferred Washington football team. Oh, like I would have rather kept Washington football team for two more years to come up with something better than commanders. Like I don't like commanders. I I was kind of on the fence of being a fan of this team. I'm not going to be a fan of this team because they are the commanders. You can hold me to it. I, maybe in two years we'll be still running this podcast and I'll be like, you know, go commanders because they're going I, for the Super Bowl. and you can call I me out. I feel like
3: that. Washington football team, the acronym was always WFT. And it was mm-hmm. just always easy to look at that and be like, yep, those are the, the what the fucks essentially like you know like the the
1: scrambled what the fucks
3: yeah like and it was just like well yeah but my thing is is i agree with you them so well though you know yeah it's probably not the worst thing in the world but i feel like you you sit there and you plan for a year like what are we gonna do how are we gonna do this let's research this let's do this and and really that's what they come up with and then like i said the icing on the cake is stealing a hashtag i mean that's here and over there i guess it's no big deal but it's like Seriously, like you can't even like do your your own thing. So, I mean, whatever. I guess it is what it is. It's kind of. Are they
1: keeping? Do you know? Are they keeping that W logo?
3: Yeah, they released some of their uh, their uniforms in there, and they're kind of hard to see. They do have a black uniform. Uh, people were really mad because they said, "Oh, that kind of looks like the Steelers uniform and stuff like that." But, but I do believe they're they got some different things going on. But, but again, I mean, we talk about an organization that, granted. The Redskins, you know, that was something There was some pressure put on them because of that. We we see that happening a lot. We've seen that with the Cleveland Indians and stuff like that. But you also see the general ownership and the leadership in that that organization and and how big of a shit show it is with Dan Snyder and all the issues and allegations that they've had and the legal things that they've had over the years just shows that they're really not that smart of a franchise in an organization regardless, so it really shouldn't surprise you. But, you know who knows but on the flip side kind of transitioning to a, a another kind of same same thing with with a couple different uh lucky land casino asking people
2: what's the weirdest place
3: you've gotten lucky
2: lucky in line at the deli i guess hi in my dentist's office
3: Uh, I guess essentially teams that maybe not be the smartest based off of a few accusations as recent, obviously we cannot talk about, uh, we cannot not talk about Brian Flores and kind of the, the, the courage and the courageousness. And I, and I don't want to say that like, you know, like, but, but what he is doing, stepping forward, uh, you know, filing suit against the NFL and the dolphins, the giants and the Broncos. I mean, you're talking like some, some big names you're talking about against John Elway. Uh, obviously you're talking about the Dolphins just straight coming out and saying, Hey, the owner was, I mean, the GM was to say, I'll give you a hundred, uh, hundred G's, uh, you know, uh, a game to pretty much throw this game. And then Hugh Jackson comes out and says it about the Browns. You know, obviously this is, this is going to be a snowball effect. This is not going to be a quick thing. This is going to, this is going to take a long time. You're, you're essentially talking about one of the, the hottest up and coming coaches, Brian Flores, um, that would rather write the ship, which, kudos to him because of how corrupt the NFL is um, and, and the things that go on behind it we talk about the Rooney rule and stuff like that um, you know I, I I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, I'm very torn on the Rooney rule because I, I I definitely understand how it works and stuff like that but I'm very black and white and I don't mean that in color but I'm very black and white like I don't care uh, you know if you're a black coach you're a white coach or who you are I just want the best, best coach. And this goes back to the Detroit days. You know, Jim Caldwell uh, was probably the best coach that we had. We let him go for absolutely no reason, and and I don't think it had to do with color or anything like that. But but the the best guy for the position. I don't care who you are or what you look like. Um, but again, it's the NFL. It's multi multi million dollars. But uh, but Brian Flores soon the soon the NFL um, really maybe never being able to coach again like how do you how do you feel about this what do you what do you think about the situation and uh uh you know is, is the whole situation just i
1: th- i mean it's a good point you bring up because i think like it's such an old old you know old boys thing old generation type thing like i feel like the younger generations part, yeah. now yeah like the younger generations now i people love to affiliate it you know politically but I really don't think it matters. I think the younger generation really just is based on merit. Like you said, if you're the best guy for the job, you're the best guy for the job. And this was my biggest issue with the Rooney rule when it came out was that if you're going to implement a rule like this, then people, then of course, like you're just inviting people to interview people for arbitrary reasons, right? Like I have to interview this guy because this rule says that he has to fit some category, which has nothing to do with merit, and of course you're going to run into these situations where you've got this. You, you know, he feels like he's going in an interview, and again, you know, it has a lot to do with the leaked texts. You know, mistaken texts from from Bill Belichick. I'm
3: glad you brought that up because I so wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Like, like, are you so
1: So no, I mean, that's 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 really obviously like the red flag here is that like because that text is what outlines to uh, Flores that he thinks he's going into a sham of an interview, right? and but this is always what it was going to be when the Rooney, like there was going to be shams and in interviews like because if if anyone has ever interviewed anybody for any job i don't sports or otherwise i don't care if you're working a factory job right if if you, the first guy you uh bring in for an interview impresses the shit out of you you're going to offer him the job because you don't want to miss out on him taking another job right so the fact that you've got to interview him and then two or three other people to to, bring in other
3: people.
4: Yeah. yeah,
1: Like it slows down the process. Then you don't get your guy that you want. So of course you're going to say, yeah, all right, we'll offer you this job, but we got to bring in two or three other guys to fulfill our obligation. It doesn't make sense. Like, so I, you know, it it sucks that this is what happened to Brian Flores. I don't think, you know, I don't want to make any assumptions because I think we're going to learn more facts about this as it goes. But I, I don't think that he's like I don't think he's making it up. I I genuinely no. feel like he probably went into this interview feeling like, like it was a sham. But like he, I also he don't think that it was personal. You know, I think they already no, yeah, knew absolutely. who they wanted.
3: And I think he and he literally said, I don't know if he if if he followed the whole thing, but before he took obviously the the Miami job, he he interviewed with the the Broncos, and there was this whole thing. Like it was like they coming off a yacht, John away, and like he said he felt like he wasn't taken serious because they were so hungover and drunk that they could barely like do the interview with him. Yeah, and it was so like informal, and he just felt like exactly like just a number, like oh, I have to be here and I have to be interviewed. So you know, like and, and good for him because like I said, a, a great up and coming coach. He didn't he did nothing wrong. In Miami, and other I, than get do, them to yeah, win,
1: I think he was treated unfairly. I mean, he he had didn't he have two um two, two wins?
3: Yeah, I mean, two two good seasons, especially after having like seven losses in the row. From in Miami. a place like, like Miami,
1: small, like you should not be fired for that, yeah. you know. And then
3: obviously that you know you hear about the links to Deshaun Watson and the push and and mm-hmm. the owner wanting that, and you know, like I just I I just I just feel like in. And I'm very cautious because I don't want to. I can't talk for somebody. I can't speak for somebody. I'm not and here's in the their problem.
1: Seat. And here's the problem because 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 it's very clear that we both we both feel bad for Brian Flores, right? And and because we feel like he was in a shitty situation, yes. and that's that's generally what our generation feels like because we're just, it's just the way society is moving is we understand that it shouldn't matter. The fact that we even have to say that it shouldn't matter what you look like is insane, right? Yeah. But especially in twenty but, yeah twenty twenty two. But so that's sorry. how these seventy and eighty year olds think. That's how they've always thought. So until we get rid of them, which will happen, you know, when they die. But like we need we need that to we need that to happen. Is that like to the,
3: end. the end of the baby baby boomers, or is that like the? Yeah, I, I don't know what. It, yeah, maybe it's baby there.
1: boomer. I don't know technically what. But as soon as they're gone, like, and we can just focus on marriage and you know
3: everybody was like so hypocritical on like the gen xers the millennials and stuff like that and like they're the ones that are like and, and i'm not even like you know in that category you know but but they're the ones that are like adapting changing things changing their lives they were very big city dwellers and then all of a sudden covid happened they're like you know what? we want out of the cities and away from people and we want to be in like you know sub like outside the cities and have our own you know it's, it's crazy to think like how these people can adapt, but you're talking exactly about the people that are 60s, 60, 70s, 60, and 80s yeah. stuck in their way.
1: Those are the again. only people that yes. want to oppress other people. Like, you know, people like 55, 60 years, I want to say at this point, probably 65 and younger. That's what I say 60. Yeah. They they don't want to oppress people, they, they want everyone to be happy. Like, that's just, we're, you know, we're in that such that society of like just bliss, you know, and just. Yeah. If you are good enough to do the job, yeah. do the job. We don't care, you know?
3: And we're, we're not that show, too, again, to talk about politics. Yeah, but it's that the farthest that we've is, ever
1: gone down that. But
3: that no, no, no. But I'm saying that that very much ties into politics. As you look at presidencies yeah. and, and people that are in office, based off those age cutoffs, it, it's it's crazy to believe. But uh, but either way, uh, you know, good for Brian Flores. Hopefully everything works out. Uh, I know this will be a long process. But Roger Goodell continues to have egg on his face, even though it's not him part particularly, but I think he can really make a, a strong case depending on what happens, what the legal findings are based off of these teams, because there are so many shitty owners in the leagues that feel like because they have billions and billions of dollars, they can do whatever they
1: want. Yeah. And that's the sad part about this is the NFL came out and said, you know, we're going to fight these claims. And, and, you know, John Elway said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to fight this, this claim against my character. And it's just like, at this point, like, I understand you want to defend yourself, but just... Just admit, like, I, I don't know because, like we said, we're gonna see more facts, but, but I, I don't, I personally don't think that Brian Flores just made this up out of thin air. It seems very difficult to just make up out of thin air. No,
3: absolutely. But, but enough with that. That's the that's the most serious we get because it is a very serious situation. We do uh, again appreciate and, and support Brian Flores. So hopefully everything works out. But again, it is not going to be something that happens overnight. It's going to be a long process. And, uh, you know, again, good for him because he is one of the, he was one of the hottest up and coming coaches and there's a very good reality that he may never coach again because of this. So, so good for him, uh, you know, kind of living and dying on that Hill. So, but, uh, moving on into the next, uh, set of sports here, we've talked a little uh, NHL. Hey,
1: wait, 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 real quick, real quick, before we move out of NFL, um, now that, that uh, Tom Brady retired, um, if you're, I just want to ask you one simple question and then we can yes. move on. If you're the Buccaneers, do you go after Jimmy Garoppolo or do you draft a quarterback?
3: I, I don't know. I would think that –
1: Considering this, this draft class – This draft is shit for strong. quarterbacks.
3: This draft, yeah. I would yeah. think that Garoppolo is going to be made available, although he, he did raise his stake in the playoffs. But you also got Trey Lance sitting in the wing where – San Francisco drafted him. That's that's the guy. So you do kind of have that leverage where hey you you essentially got the backup already there. This is what we're gonna give you. But Garoppolo made a stake. So I, I would make a hard push for Jimmy because I do think he's, he is a talented quarterback Uh with that ta- Tampa Bay roster, depending on what happens with, with Tom leaving, if there's a lot of dominoes that fall behind that. Cause I know a lot of those guys were like one or two year deals because they're kind of like what the Rams were doing, kind of getting these guys in, building up It It'll depend on what to see. But I've also seen some links to James Winston, Uh you know, bringing him back. But I, I, I just don't think that anybody in their mind, uh, is really gonna put a lot of stake in, in this year's draft. Although I saw Kyle Pickett said he, he the pick or uh, the pit quarterback said that he would love to play in Pittsburgh. You know, mm. you know there's a there's a few other guys, but I don't know necessarily if there's any day one starter in this draft. In Tampa I, I couldn't even, honestly to tell you the truth, I couldn't even tell you who the backup quarterback in Tampa Bay is right now.
1: Yeah, I have no idea either. And it's funny because like there's a lot of like makeshift signs outside of businesses here in Tampa that are like they're like please do please Giselle, give us one more year. And, you know, I don't. I don't think Tom's coming back. And and part of me was a little afraid that Tampa was going to go after Aaron Rodgers, but now that he bought land in Nashville, I, I'm a little little less worried about that. But uh, I, I could see the Bucks going after Jimmy G. I mean, they've yeah. got so many weapons on offense that it
3: that, wouldn't make sense. If they would like, want
1: to be aggressive.
3: And and it, you know you'll you'll quickly see too what what Tom did in. Uh, you know, New England with the, the Wes Welkers of the world, you know, all those guys that maybe never really would have translated in, in these other situations and stuff like that. You know, you can see, you know, if Jimmy G was to go to the Buccaneers, you know, you know, Scotty Miller and all these, all these other guys that, that are weapons, but weren't playing maybe as much because you're you know, your Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, you know, get Chris Godwin, all those guys back, but you know, like, Okay, then you really see like is this guy really good if he has that opportunity? But yes, uh, I, I, I agree with Ryan over there in the in the comment section from YouTube. Um, there's a lot of opportunity for Jimmy G. I think he's obviously going to be a. Uh, there's going to be a lot of suitors for him. Uh, you know, Saints, Bucks, Broncos. I know uh, Aaron Rodgers has been linked to the Broncos too. So so we'll see. But uh, but yeah, dude. I mean, uh, again, I mean, speaking
1: of, I, I know. I'm sorry, we can't get off of NFL. But no, you're fine. I, I, I mean, have, that, I that's what it more- is. Right I got this one more question because it just it just popped up. So Tom Brady retires, right? And, and Gronk Gronk's already been retired, right? And he came back to Four play time. with Brady. And he's said in the past that the only quarterback he'll play with is Tom Brady. Like, are we are we hours away from Gronk also announcing his retirement? Is he going to wait till after the Super Bowl because he's not a goat like Tom Brady? Or uh, like, when do we see that Gronk retirement? Because I feel like it's coming.
3: I feel like he would be one. Just like Tom, to essentially do it around the Super Bowl to like a commercial or something like in a commercial or something like that. But, but, uh, you know, you talk about somebody that's played 22 seasons like Tom, you know, Gronk's body a lot younger, but oh man, he is, you know, probably the in, you know, he is what the body of like a 30-some-year-old, but but actually uh, probably real life 40, 50 year old with all the surgeries and everything. So, you know, definitely his body's taking a toll and that's why he's, he sat out and then he did come back. So, so yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you there. So, so maybe, maybe you're, you know, you're one year too late moving to Tampa. So.
1: Yeah, it is what it is, dude. So, but anyways,
3: moving on, getting into NHL, NBA, NCAA. Um, did you know the N- MLB, you know, lockout, it, it's still going on. I think, Actually, today it, it's it's sad. This is how bad the MLB has botched this. They have called in to get a federal mediator between the two uh, the two sides. Um, the fact that uh, you know an entire organization uh, as big as the MLB has to call in a federal mediator to to try to get an agreement between both sides. This is how bad this thing has been botched. Um, I know you're not a huge baseball fan. I know you don't follow this. I don't know if Ryan is still in the comments. I know Ryan does follow this. Uh, again, we're live uh, on Tiki Live, YouTube, Twitter. So when we mention the comments, people jump in our comments. We we talk about those. We talk about their uh, their comments in different posts. But uh, I, I, there's a very real chance that we may not see baseball this year just because of how bad the MLB is with everything. And I whistle – I will say, I've always talked about this. The MLB is probably one of the worst sporting, I guess, companies Fran- or whatever you want to say at marketing teams, marketing players. So when players say, hey, we need to get this deal done, this I, rightfully so, because the MLB is horrible at what they do and they still can't get it right. And I know you, you fouled a little bit about this, but. at this point is i mean i you know we're talking like pitchers and catchers reporting spring training stuff like that you know we're not into this season but the way the way it's 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 figuring out you still got another at least 2 months before anything can happen
1: yeah and this this is why i put it on the list like i don't i don't know because i don't i don't care and like you said they're so bad at marketing their their sport and it, it it's just like i don't know dude I, the more i think about it the more honestly negative i get because like <laughs> if if you're <laughs> these people are so hung up on if this lockout will last or not and it's just like do you do you really have nothing better to do with your summer like I, the reason half the reason i don't give a shit about baseball is cuz i have fun in the summer like i don't <laughs> I, i'm not going to sit at home and watch baseball like it, it, i get it it's cool to go to the games cuz you get to sit in the sun you get to eat hot dogs and drink beer but like you know Me personally, now that I moved to Florida, like I could just do that on my porch, you know, so I I, I don't uh, I, I don't care if this lockout gets resolved or not. I love seeing the people on Twitter specifically who cry about this still being in a lockout. I mean, when does, when does, uh, when does spring training start? Like, isn't it like mid February or like, is I it mean, yeah, you're, you're pretty much
3: like pitchers and catchers are reporting right now. So it's like, it's like the very beginning, but I mean, yeah, this is when you're getting your reps in. So, and I mean, if these guys don't have the mindset that they're going to go to spring training, you know, you're still, like I said, a couple months removed from even getting into that general, you know, not training camp, but obviously spring training kind of ordeal. So,
1: yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm naive to think that, you know, if there's no baseball, then maybe these people will come watch hockey because they probably won't, you know, maybe they'll watch the end of, <laughs> end of basketball season and NBA playoffs, but it's not even about that, you know, it's just about the fact that, like, maybe these people will, you know, not care about this useless sport and they'll go out and have fun with their summer. Like, that's what I hope. I hope <laughs> people will find some value in their summer. There you go.
3: So before we get into our, our last topic, before we get into the roundtable, uh, we're going to talk a little March Madness. Obviously, that that's right around the corner. But I, I got to ask you, what did you do to the Oilers?
1: Oh, my did God, you- dude. I know I because know, we went on a break for a week, and and you put me on blast because I told everyone to go watch the Oilers, and since then they've been nothing but, you know, dumpster, dumpster trash. And uh, I'm just thankful you also didn't put my article on blast because that, that is an old takes exposed because I wrote a whole ass article
4: yeah, about people
1: no. not wanting to miss these Oilers and all you want to do right now is miss these Oilers. So, well,
3: I mean, uh, you know, we're getting in, we're, we're, we're getting into the all-star break, obviously, um, you know, and in, in, in transitioning kind of staying with the, the NHL, obviously we talked about the Oilers. There's tons of young talent. We've talked about that, but uh, what do you, I guess? What is your take on? We, we talked about MLB marketing. What's your take on the NHL marketing? And do you like the, the setup that the All Star weekend essentially has gone to as of recent? How they how they do things for the NHL.
1: I mean, you know, it's no surprise that the NHL is also not great at marketing their sport. It, it's it's tough when you know half half of the country doesn't have ice, you know, for majority of their winter. Um, I guess this weekend is an exception because the whole United <laughs> States got dumped on with snow and ice. But um and most of that is because like a lot of NHL players are European or Canadian, right? Yeah. And they, they posted something actually the other day that over the last twenty games of the NHL, um the top twenty point getters they posted, and um I wanna say at least like eight or nine of them were American and only sure. like three or four were Canadian. So you know, it's it's kind of trending that way, where maybe in you know five to ten years, like the big players in the NHL are American, and maybe we see in ten to fifteen years a huge spike in in uh, in interest in hockey in, in the United States, which would be cool. But I'm, I'm not hanging my hat on it. And I'm not I'm not going through hope on that. Um, we're approaching the All Star break. I think it starts today. Yeah. Um. Because the, also the Olympics start tonight, which I can't believe we didn't have on our list, but. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week once we're doing you know, some of that. I mean, what
3: can you really talk about?
1: Yeah, it's about Beijing, you know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, you know, it's cool. It's in – is it in Vegas this year? I, I want to say the NHL stadiums in Vegas. They have a lot of, like, gambling-themed uh, skill events where they're doing, yeah. like – they're doing some, like, blackjack something like that. I don't, shooting. I,
3: I do not know, but actually it's funny. Ryan just posted that. I was actually going to talk about that. You know, Ovi's out with COVID, and selected Tom Wilson. So, so how do as a hockey fan, how do you feel about that?
1: I mean, I me mean, personally, I, I probably don't represent the majority of hockey fans. I like Tom Wilson. I think those characters have a place in the NHL. Um, you know, if you ask my old friend KJ, he doesn't think that there's a place for any of that in the NHL. And no enforcement. Uh, I no, you know, I respect both sides of it. If you want a full skill NHL. And that's cool. You know, I mean, it looks, it, it's fine. But my, my, my thing with the NHL is that it, it, the, the, the refereeing, the officiating is not consistent enough. Okay. It's, it's not, uh, it's not cut and dry enough to not have the players police the game themselves. And that's always what hockey has been about is that's why those enforcers are in there is to police the game themselves. They, they, they keep their star players safe and, there's always a place for that. I mean, is Tom Wilson an all-star? Probably not. But i was saying know. is that more the
3: question of him representing the all-star or him actually being part the of the whole, all-star? I
1: mean, the whole NHL all-star game is a fake. You know, yeah. they, they take one I player from Mo- each team. That's not I that's mean, not a so, real all-star. Yeah.
3: And that's different. But I mean, you also got the fan vote in different leagues. Yes, it's all watered down. But uh, but we got about ten minutes left, so we'll get into to the the rest of this. Um, NCAA March Madness will be right around the corner. I feel like March Madness was kind of, or I guess college basketball in general two years ago was kind of what really hit us when COVID, or I shouldn't say hit us, when COVID hit was one of the really things that we said, oh, damn, you know what what's the likelihood grant we've we've been good so far with sports we, we you know we've had some ups and downs we've had some issues feels like it's kind of panned out right now there there's different variants coming out right now that and they're saying right now a lot of them are undetected and there's nothing you can do for them well you know what's from now until then you know probably a full month once these teams start playing I obviously we're playing basketball now you know What's what's the likelihood of that we see a full March Madness slate? We get through the national championship and we have fans in the stands.
1: I mean, man, can I be honest? Can I be honest with you? Can I be frank with you? Can I be candid with you? Absolutely. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. We had we had the Delta variant and that was shitty, and we but we got through it, and we got the uh, uh, Omicron. 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 Thank you.
3: And don't we have like a Omicron on steroids or something next now? Yeah, or yeah,
1: yeah. And so so we're on like the backswing of the Omicron. But here we are. We're a month away from March. And we're about due for another variant. And and I really hope we can dodge it for like two more months so that we can get this March Madness going.
3: Selfishly, yes.
1: I and I'll be on but I'll be honest with you. If we get there, if we get to March Madness, the bracket comes out. I mean, your boy's not gonna have a fucking clue on how to fill that out. <laughs> <laughs> not a clue.
3: Oh, we'll get you there. We'll get you there. <laughs> yes, that, that's our March Madness take for the for the day. But, uh, anyways, before we head out, we usually do like a roundtable topic. Um, I, I usually kind of resort to Zach here, but but I do want to kind of throw my two cents in here, and if Zach has something on, on top of that, that's fine. We got a few minutes here, but. Zach, I, I don't know if you've seen this, and I know we kind of talked about this, but I feel like every time I turn on a sporting event or, or go through it, – it, not on a sporting event because you don't see it there, but go on Facebook or go on Twitter or something, you see, like, these guys, like, brawling in the stands. Like, two fan bases, and it's always in the upper deck. Like, dudes that, like, have no – maybe they're pissed <laughs> that they're up there. I get They got that. no self-respect. But, yes, it's like – just pummeling each other. And, and, and the, half the time they're in the nosebleeds and the seats are so so steep. You always got the guy that has the drop on the other guy. It doesn't matter how big or little the guy is up here. He's always going to win because he's punching down. He's got he got the high ground. That down, yes, that guy is just folding over. And I saw one from, from the San Francisco Rams game the other night. This Rams dude, I, I would take him 10 times out of 10 in a street fight one-on-one. Or I'm sorry, did I say say Rams guy? No, San Francisco guy. All okay. tatted up, big dude in a San Francisco jersey. I would take him 10, 10 times out of 10 in a street fight. Do you know what, what
1: jersey he was wearing?
3: I, I All I saw was the front. I couldn't see it. Okay. But I saw every Rams jersey, there was even a, a black Stafford jersey that wasn't in on the mix, but it was kind of on the backside. But literally, he gets in. I don't know why. They don't show why. Literally the guy filming it was – and this is at, like at the end of the game when, when the Rams are like moving on to the Super Bowl because the guy's filming it is like filming the fight and then he's filming the jumbotron. And like, you're usually, you're usually
1: drunkest at the end of the game. Yeah,
3: they're like celebrating like the Rams are going to the Super Bowl and then like this idiot is like trying to fight her I don't know what had happened, but literally he keeps pushing all these Rams fans, pushing all these Rams fans, and they're like a lot older. This guy's probably like our age. And these Rams fans are probably like 40s and 50s. And finally this one Rams fan like grabs him by the throat – and he just gets him enough to fall over and he tags him once. Well, he tags him once. And of course, the guy behind him, a Rams fan that has the drop on him, puts him in a chokehold. He's just choking, choking him out. And I'm just like sitting here, like thinking to myself, like, dude, in the street, you would not touch this dude. But because you're surrounded by a Rams fan, you think you're a hard ass. You got your liquid bubbly going down your veins. You're feeling all hard. And it's so, like, security
1: around the corner.
3: It, yeah, but the thing is, the security didn't come. Like, the game <laughs> ended. This this San Francisco fan, like, walked out, but he was, like, pushing people left and right. Like, still, this dude was getting choked out. There 50 Rams fans around him, and he was still, like, kind of manhandling people on his way out. He never threw a punch, but, like, people were scared of this dude. And this is the stuff I'm tired of seeing, like – like in sporting events. And I feel like a lot of them are, you know, San Francisco like LA. We talk I don't remember if you remember a couple of years ago the Dodgers game, there was a fan that got San Francisco uh I think a San Francisco fan knocked out a Dodgers fan and hit him and when he hit the concrete it's it like split open his brain and stuff like that. So he was on life sports. So like this is stuff that what? continues to happen over and over and I'm like, dude, we're grown ass men. Yes, I love it. I love me I love to drink my beers, I love to talk my shit. But I can tell you right now, if you're 6'5, 240, all tatted up with a backwards hat and you're gonna whoop my ass. I don't care if I got the drop on you or not, or a hundred of my friends around me. I'm not talking to you. You know, yeah. I don't I don't get yeah. like these dudes got the biggest beer muscles ever. And and, and when you get out, when we get off this episode, you will have to go through. I mean, literally, dude, every game I feel like this happens, and it's just like, dude, it, I don't know what the hell it is. Like you said, yep. These guys are mad that they're losing. They're taking it serious. The 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 liquid courage is flowing. But mm-hmm. dude, like really? I mean, that, that's my rant. That's that's I'm I'm tired of seeing it. We're grown ass men. Like like you really want to square somebody up? Do it out in the parking lot. Don't do it when you know there's 50 year boys around. You know that can tag somebody. So
1: yeah, I feel like now I'm gonna go down a YouTube rabbit hole of just oh dude, a, yeah, a, it's not sporting events. But all I can think of is that Phoenix Suns guy who was like Suns and four. That started four. yes. And he was just he just pissed that guy off so much that he wanted to fight him and it's like it, it's like dude like the guy gets so mad because he feels like he's part of the other team and like he's insulted like dude just get over it like you're just like fan and I
3: and I hate it but I say it too but like when just fans are like we 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 like yeah. we like I'm a, like I've done it I know it but like man man I don't take it that serious yeah yeah they can. They can they can ruin my day, but the next day, you know what? All right, I'm good. We're good to go. So yeah. But uh, anyways, that that's my rant. Anything on on the round, ta- round table for you, or you just kind of no, man? I, no,
1: we got about two and a half two and a half minutes left, so uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take up too much. I I got no <laughs> thoughts. I'll save them for next time. Um, you know. I ho- hope everyone enjoyed the show. I know we were off for a week, so we apologize for that. We're but we're back in back the room. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this a little. I know I gotta hang some of this stuff up, so I'll get this a little bit more set up for next show. But uh, uh, we appreciate everyone that uh, came out and hang out, hang, hung out with us tonight.
3: Absolutely, I, obviously, like Zach said, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next week on behalf of myself, like usual. Mike Brown at m brown oh two n, and then Zach Mac. It's at, at it, it's Zach Mac M A C. Hit him up. Hit us up. Find us at What's Up Belly Up. We appreciate you guys just uh, tuning in, stopping by, swinging in our chats. Uh, You know, we'll we'll string this along as we can, but uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week.
1: Yeah, catch you next week. Come join.